Welcome to the Women on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Sam Saperstein. Today's Mentor Moment is focused on supporting female founders. We've invited Pamela Aldsworth, Managing Director and Head of VC Coverage with JPMorgan Chase, to share her experience supporting founders. The question from our community of female founders is, how can we use having a diverse team as an advantage during pitch meetings? Pamela, thank you for joining us here. Would love your answer to this question. I love this question, and I believe whether it's pitch meetings or life in general, diversity anywhere is better than having one of any kind. Having a diverse team brings you diverse thought, and diverse thought brings innovation. First thing, having two or three people in a room is important because you bring different opinions and people can hear things differently. And so that helps. And it also shows investors that you've got people thinking differently and that can make you more innovative and a stronger team. My point is, when you have a woman and a man and a person of color, you come from different parts of life. And that helps you when you're thinking about different things. If you've got everybody who all went to the same school and grew up in the same town, you have the same mind thing. When you bring a bunch of people together, you actually get a better product. And again, the results show this. In venture funds, companies that are diverse, that have either a woman or a person of color on their founding teams, have better results. And I say this all the time, but even if you don't do it for the right reasons and all you care about is money, you are ending up in a better place. And so sometimes I think that's a positive because it's going to move everybody forward. Now, What do you have to do when you get in this meeting and you're a diverse team, right? That's really important. And pitch meetings are so important because it is first impressions. And so whether you like it or not, first impressions really matter. And you have to bring your A game at all times. You need to do your homework. You need to know who you're meeting with and all that you can find out about them because that helps you to know who they are, but also makes them think that you are caring and really taking this very seriously. So that is the first thing I'd say. The second thing, you have to be passionate and know about your company more than anyone else in the world. So you have to be succinct and you have to be confident in what you're saying. What I mean by that is you can't go babbling on. You have to have your elevator pitch of who you are, what you're trying to solve, and how you're going to solve it. And most times that means if you go in, you have a deck of 12 slides or less. And yes, of course you have the backup of all the information. You want to hook them in and really believe that you understand your story and you believe your story. And when you have two or three people in that meeting and not just the same people, a man, a woman, a person of color, you give each other roles. And therefore you can see A, that you have a team that really works together, but B, have different talent for building that company. I love those thoughts. Thank you for sharing them. Those are a lot of great best practices in general when it comes to a pitch meeting. So let's say you're in one of these meetings, you're the founder, and you get a question that just feels to you kind of more defensive, nothing that's really about growth or moving the business forward. How would you advise someone to answer that question and to really turn the conversation to what they want to talk about? I always believe humor is a great way to do things because it's disarming and people don't get as uptight. 
I would also say to you that sometimes life isn't fair or easy. So if somebody gives you a question and you know very well that that question is coming to you because you're a woman, take a big breath, pause for three seconds, and then find a way to use it to your advantage. Because you're right. They probably did mean it in a condescending way, but that's not going to help you. And if you come at them and get defensive, then they're going to shut down and you're not going to get your money or you're not going to be taken seriously. So is life fair? No, but turn it around and make your comments even stronger. So think about why were they asking this, whatever it may be. And then turn it around and show how you're so strong and you have thought about this question in a better way. So even if it is like, oh, Sam, how are you going to work 80 hours a week? You have to go home and cook and take care of the kids. And so you can turn that around and be like, I went here, I worked for 20 years, and I have a great support system in my home. So like whether you like it or not, show that you can do it and that this isn't an issue for you like it wouldn't be for any man. That is what you have to do. And getting defensive, I know I said it, but it is so important that you don't because that only makes you look weak. It's not that you're wrong. It's just that you have to play the game a little bit. Pamela, when you think about venture capitalists asking questions in the pitch meeting or when they're getting to know a company, and you think about these three dimensions of product, team, and market, what is the importance of team and how do VCs actually consider team among those three dimensions? Team is by far the most important thing that a VC looks at. And you know me and my stats, 90% of companies do not fail because of the technology. So think about that. And most companies, and the VCs know this, will reiterate and probably have a different idea within six months of when they start their company. So what an early stage investor is betting on is 100% the team. Now, of course, the market has to be there and it has to be a decent idea, but by all means, team is most important. And that is why the makeup of team and the diversity of team really matters. And the other thing they look at, just to add on a little bit, they look at the dynamics of a team. So If you get a co-founder and it's somebody who you don't mesh with or someone that you have just taken on because you're like, oh, I need a woman or, oh, I need a person of color to come into this team, they catch on to that. It has to be authentic and you have to complement each other. And if you go in and you don't have a synergy, they will pick up on that right away. You are marrying these people for a very long time, so you better make sure that you like them. Well, thank you for this. I think these are great words of advice to so many women going through these pitch meetings, which are so important. And we hope our founders really take the next rest of the year to get what they need out there in this market. We know that it's true that diverse teams perform better. And it's so great to hear from Pamela that the team is the most important factor to investors. If you're an entrepreneur, we hope this information is helpful to you as you raise money for your company. The mission of Women on the Move is to help women in their professional and personal lives. Our goal is to introduce you to people with great ideas, inspiring stories, and a passion to make a difference. To learn more about Women on the Move and listen to the full library of this podcast, please visit jpmorganchase.com slash WOTM. For JPMorgan Chase's Women on the Move, I'm Sam Saperstein. 
JPMorgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC.